1: Welcome to The Savvy Scribe,
0: a podcast for freelance healthcare and medical writers who want to start or grow their business. Your hosts, Carol Bush and Janine Kalbach, will help you build a profitable health writing business without having to spend years figuring it out on your own. Now, let's join the conversation. Today's episode is all about going from paper to digital. Which one is the right one for a writer? I want to start with my journey as I started using planners. My first planner that I remember, besides the ones that they made us use in school, was when I started two jobs. I worked at the local Burger King, thank you very much, (laughs) and the hospital as an aide. And when I had those two, oh, and I also was a babysitter, so I guess I had three jobs. And I was also going to nursing school. So I needed a planner to tell me where I was going day by day. And that started with just a good old pocket planner, very small. It fit in my purse or book bag or whatever I was carrying around that day. And this was before the era of smartphones. There were cell phones, but no iPhone smartphone. And even if there was, there was no really a digital option besides like my calendar. That's what I started with. I started with a little pocket planner. And then I started to use Google Calendar. when. I started two nursing jobs. And when I started two nursing jobs, I was working at a tertiary center and my community hospital, both for night shift. So my family needed to know where I was and whatnot. And at the time, my parents would watch my son overnight. So I was able to share with my husband and my parents the schedule. So it worked out. Nowadays, I will walk you guys through what I do for my planner and calendar and whatnot. So today I want to talk to you guys about those, some tools, and some tips and tricks for you. Jumping right in, I want to talk about the pros of just paper and pen. The first pro is that it's simple and fast, right? We don't have to power up anything. You can bring it out at your kid's baseball game And not feel rude because you're in a public place or people like look at you like, why is she on her laptop when they're playing baseball? When my mind, I don't know about yours, is constantly going. Sometimes I need a piece of paper and a pen, notebook, whatever is next to me, just to write down some some things that are in my head. It's an easy place to empty my thoughts quickly. So if I'm thinking, thinking, maybe even running into a little overwhelm, It's an easy place to do what I call a brain dump. And another thing, it won't crash like computers can. Granted, this day and age, computers are pretty reliable. There are times that they're not. And with a piece of paper and a pen, I'm not going to lose it to the technology woes of the world. The second thing that's a pro to paper is that there's less distractions. Have you ever tried to Just go on your computer and do one thing and you're torn into the multitasking of the world, whether that's a email buzzing in a text, like my computer, like notifies me when I have text messages. So that's buzzing in. And then, you know, everybody's following me. So I'm on Facebook and then ad for my favorite makeup comes up and now I'm clicking over there. Or, hey, look, this new person released something. Now I'm going over there. So that one thing that I wanted to get done can turn into way too many things. Whereas if I have a piece of paper, I'm doing the one thing and I'm done. And then I can jump on my computer and go through my emails if that's what I wanted to do. The other thing is that you actually learn and remember more with using paper, For example, if you're taking notes in a meeting or if you are taking notes on a webinar or this podcast episode, you can listen. But I discourage you from trying to take notes on a computer. Take a piece of paper and a pen. There's actually a study done in 2014 using laptops for notes for students. They were using their laptops or their paper and pen. And what happens when people are using a laptop or a tablet, whatever you're using to take notes, is that when somebody's lecturing or somebody's doing a presentation, when you're taking notes on a laptop, you're writing down verbatim what they're saying. So if you're taking notes on this on a laptop, you're writing down taking notes on this on a laptop when I just said that. But if you're using a piece of paper and a pen, you might just be processing it and taking. You know a bullet point or making it into your own words or your own sayings. So there are a lot of pros to using paper. There are pros to having a digital planner and the pros for digital is that it's secure. It doesn't usually again unless it crashes get lost or if user error like myself I, like, will file things on my computer on Google Drive, and then I forget where I put it. But if you're super organized, you don't do that. (laughs) So it is a secure place. So if there are some things, like money-wise, or things you like to keep secret, in a sense, or private, I don't want to say secret, but there are things in our lives that we like to keep a little bit private. And therefore, it might not be the best place to put it on a piece of paper, rather than your laptop where it's in a secure area because we have like passwords and things to protect ourselves. The other cool thing and pro of a digital planner is that there's automations and it reminds you to do things. Would you remember that it was your aunt Beth's birthday on the 26th if your calendar didn't remind you? Well, you might, but it might be when you open your other, your paper planner to tell you it's aunt Beth's birthday today. The other thing is It's searchable, shareable, and there's way less waste, right? So when we are searching our calendar, you could search when your son's last doctor's appointment was, whereas you would have to scroll back in pieces of paper in a paper planner. Therefore, you can find out if they ask you when was your son's last visit, you could search it, look it up. The other cool thing, like I said, in my own journey is that it's shareable. And this is pertinent probably for my husband. I like him to know where I am and what I'm doing because I am so many places, you guys. I ha- I'm i a writer or this business. I'm going to say I'm part of Write RN, my business. I have my research nurse job, a little per diem kind of thing, and my hospital job. Beyond that, I take my kids to basketball, swimming, drama club, hip-hop dance, the grocery store, the library, wherever we're going. So if there's things that we have planned, he kind of needs to know. So lucky for him, he has a wife who's a huge planner. So if my one son has a basketball game that I want him to be at, I just put it in my calendar and he knows that week what's coming up is that little guy has a basketball game. So he has to be there because I put that in there. The other thing, like I said in the past, For babysitters, it was always nice. And I'll deep dive into how to use this, what I'm talking about, and how it's shareable. And obviously, let's save the environment. There is less waste when you use digital. If you have ever bought a planner, you will know that there's a lot of papers in it. And at the end of the year, you can save them, I guess, if you want. But truly, you probably throw it out at least after a couple years, if you save them for any reason. So I want to walk you guys through my process, what I do, and how I get things done. Because it's crucial when you're starting a profitable business to make sure you're getting your things done. And time is money, you guys. Let's, Let's remember that. When you are working your job, you're there 12 hours, but you're making money. When you're working your side job like this, you may not be making money right away, but you have to know where your time goes. So the first thing I recommend you doing if you want to go from paper to digital, and you do not have to do this like I do. This is just what works with Janine's brain. It's going to be different for everybody, but maybe this will get you started if you're the half and half kind of person, kind of like what I am, and I'll go into that. So. I start my planning days, which can either be Friday, which I happen to be recording this on a Friday. When I get done recording my podcast today, I will be planning my week for next week. Why? Because it's my weekend to work at the hospital. So I know I need to plan it now because Monday will be here before I know it. And I can't obviously do it at work. There's too many other distractions. So today it's going to be a Friday planning. And what I do, so say I have a meeting next week with, let's just say Carol. I have a meeting with Carol next week. And what I do is say I'm free Tuesday at noon. I take Tuesday at noon. I may write it down, jot it down really fast so I remember it by the end of the conversation or something like that. But really, in a perfect world, she would say, we're meeting Tuesday at noon. I go to my Google Calendar. Do I open a notebook? No. Do I open my computer? Sure, if I'm on it. But I could just use my phone. Because let's be honest, your phone is going to be with you before your planner is. So I take that, I put on it, I go to Tuesday at noon, I put down Carol and Janine meeting, whatever that meeting may be, and this is going into my Google Calendar. This is different than your iPhone calendar, you iPhone users out there. Apple is very nice to give us their calendar. But if you start using Google Calendar, it syncs with everything Google. So, we love Google because everything's free. So why not use their calendar on your phone? So replace that little see mine was on the bottom of my screen, you know how on your iPhone you open it up and at the bottom you have the four little icons. I replaced my calendar with the Google Calendar. When you open up that Google Calendar, you can color code all of your calendars. So if I have a meeting with Carol Tuesday at noon, it's going on my orange calendar, which stands for my right RM business. So you can then set an alarm at 1145. Hey, Janine, you have that meeting with Carol at noon. Oh, good to know. I better get to my computer. And again, that's that automation side of digital. That's awesome. Then I take that So that's what I do for my appointments or meetings. So anything I have that's at a specific time, my son's baseball stuff, my dog's vet appointment, meetings with clients, phone calls with clients, it's all on Google Calendar. So at the end of the week or my planning day, right, my Friday or my Sunday, whatever, works out for me that week. I take a look at the upcoming calendar for the week. These are everything inside my Google calendar. Take a look at that. I'm looking at what appointments might be due that week. I'm just looking at it. Like what what does my week have in store? Because it can be a little crazy, right? So then I get a piece of paper. Again, I'm going back to paper because this has been what has worked for me. I've tried a ton of different planners and this has been the system that I've made for myself that has worked the best. So I take a piece of paper and this is a paper that travels with me everywhere. I actually have a little, um, we'll be right back. You guys, I wrote a book and it's launched and I want you to check it out. Go over to Amazon, look for Savvy Nurse Writer. It'll come up right away, but it's called Savvy Nurse Writer, a nurse's blueprint for starting a profitable freelance health writing business. We have lots of reviews, all five stars, top new release in the first week it was launched, and I want to share it with the world. So head on over to Amazon.com, search Savvy Nurse Writer, and get your copy today. portfolio that has legal paper in it. And this travels with me to my hospital job. It can fit in my purse and it stays at home with me. So it kind of goes everywhere with me like my phone does. I take my piece of paper and I section it off. I have my right RN business, life, yes, life it gets its own column and my hospital job and I do the research job too, but I'm going to keep it simple and just use those three for you guys. So what you would do is make your side business, whatever you're calling that writing business, your life, and you're still working likely. So your hospital job or clinic job or whatever that might be. Now, what I do is look at that digital calendar and see which appointment where my appointments are that week. Okay. So my Tuesday Carol at noon is going to go under my right RN column. My son's basketball game at 5:30 on a Thursday is going under the life column, and then the hospital column is. I'm an educator, so I have some tasks through there. But if you're just working on a Wednesday for 12 hours, Wednesday 12 hours hospital, and I put those little like check boxes next to it, I just write them out. Then from there, you're going to write down your brain dump of all the things you have to get done this week in your life or in your business. Now that can be ugly and this is a separate sheet of paper if you need it to be because it can be a little crazy sometimes depending on what you need to get done. So if that means you need to give the dog a bath, you need to plan your meals for the week for the family, you need to go grocery shopping, you need to do laundry, you need to do this. If you are super organized like I try to be because it helps me know what's due and what's not here's a here's the the little thing you guys are as humans we like to know what's expected and we like to be in a routine and we like to be scheduled with things whether we like it or not that's why bosses do that to us that's why people work this way is because we thrive on it our brains like it so make it a habit personally again do what works for you I do laundry on Tuesdays and Fridays. Why? Cuz I'm usually off Tuesdays and Fridays. If I'm not off a Tuesday, well laundry goes on Wednesday. But I try to get it done twice a week so to avoid Mount Everest on the weekends. And you know, I try to do like a 15 minute cleaning thing every morning because if not, I spend my weekend off cleaning and I and I don't want to do that. So think about those things in your life that you need to get done. I like to work out, so I'm going to put on my my life workout Tuesday, Friday, and Wednesday. Whatever I'm doing. Don't forget the little things like kids' appointments, and um, you know, if you're if you have a date night with your husband, you might want to write that down just to get it out of your head. Get all of these things out of your head and onto a piece of paper, because then there's going to be another step to this. So organize it in a way that you know. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're doing these things and put it back on your big list. Then you're going to go back into Google. Google has a pretty cool platform, like I already mentioned. And one of the cool things is that they have an app called Tasks, T-A-S-K-S. And I recently got turned on to this and and I love it, you guys. I love it, love it, love it. It's free. Okay, we love that. It has a mobile app. It's very user friendly and easy to use. So awesome, right? We like that. And it's so simple that you cannot mess it up. So take, you can actually create your own list. So you can go in there and make a daily top three list. I want you to make three of them. Your daily top three, your life, your business, in your hospital if you want. But if you're just doing 12-hour shifts, don't worry about that. So you want your three lists, your big three, your daily three is what I want to call call it there, and your other two, your life and your side business. And you're going to put in there all the tasks that you just put down on a piece of paper. I know it's double work, but it gives you, you don't have to always look at both of them. If there's things you need to make sure you get done, guess what? It will make you get it done. I'm telling you, it'll send you an alert if you set it up to give you an alert. I wouldn't suggest you get too many of them or you're going to get that alarm fatigue like we do at the hospitals. The other thing you could do is on your Google calendar, you could pretend like you're adding an event. So you just do the little plus on the bottom on your app and you can actually choose a goal and you could choose exercise, build a skill, friends and family, me time, or organize your life. And if you choose exercise, it's going to find places in your calendar for you to exercise. And then it yells at you, says, hey, hey, fatty. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it says, hey, fatty, did you work out yet today? And you're like, yes, Google, I did. Be proud. And you can check it off. And there's nothing better, you guys, than to check off something. Am I right? <laughs> so take advantage of those, those things that it does for you. And what you do is just make it throughout the week. You're going to look at your daily three by prioritizing through your list what needs done that day and get it done. I'm telling you, if you use these tools and a little bit of a piece of paper, you can really, really make progress in your business. You can really take off in making your business digital with those free options The other way you can, and this is beyond planning, so if you think about areas of your life in your business that you can start using digital options, use them. Your filing cabinet downstairs with all your paperwork, do you need all of that? Do you need stuff printed all the time? Think about possibly scanning in things and putting them into Google Drive and creating a filing system there. But be sure to purchase an external hard drive before you do this to essential documents. The reason I say that is anything can happen, right? We can't trust that Google won't shut down tomorrow. That would really suck if it did because my calendar is on there. (laughs) But truly, especially if it's big documents and stuff, make sure you do have it backed up to a hard drive. And you can get those. They're fairly cheap nowadays on Amazon and they're fairly small. They used to be huge. They're fairly small too. So, just want to share with you guys things that I still do on paper. I still like in my writing structure, I still like to print out my outlines and my drafts that I do so I can mark them up. I feel like I get more out of that than to do it digitally. I feel like I read it better and can step away, again, from the distractions. Sometimes I'll take it with a cup of coffee out to the porch and just edit, 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 edit. You know, whatever works for you, but that's one thing I do. Um, I also like to take my podcast notes, as you might have seen in our Facebook group. I did a little live before I recorded this podcast, and I like to write it down in a notebook. So I like to write down my notes so that I stay on track with you guys. And notes during meetings. Like I said, they say you remember them better. I do. I know I do. So any meetings I have, even if it's on the phone, I just write down notes. Um, And then my weekly to do's, like I said, I use my one piece of paper and it helps me like you wouldn't believe. Do I add to my daily to do sometimes? Yeah. Like right next to me right now, I have a pair of of yoga pants that I need to return and they're sitting there and they're on my list. So that's one of the things again in the life column (laughs) that I need to do. So I hope this podcast has helped you guys try to think about moving your paper to digital. And I want to hear from you. If you aren't part of our savvy scribe, if you aren't part of our savvy scribe collective, it's a Facebook group that's private to people who are fans of our podcast. So if you're loving what you hear, if you scroll back on some episodes, join us over there, just ask for a little invite, we'll let you in if you're a fan of us, because we're a fan of you, and you'll get even more tips in the insider group there. Also, if you have a question for us, you can just shoot it in there. We have a form you can easily fill out in that Facebook group, or you can email us SavvyScribes at gmail.com for an easy access to us as well. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you over at the Savvy Scribe Collective. Take care. Have a great day.
1: Hey everyone, it's Carol. I wanted to take just a few minutes break from the podcast to make sure you were aware of an essential resource that will help you ramp up your business. Often you hear Janine and I talk about the power of a community. And we know that building a professional network of like-minded entrepreneurs has several benefits for high-performing health writers. It gives you a sounding board for when you have questions or want advice, which is a huge help, especially in the early stages of a business. The cool thing is, as your network grows, so do your resources. And quite frankly, so do your chances of success. So the great news is, Janine and I created a private community just for fans of the Savvy Scribe podcast. That's right, just for you. It's called the Savvy Scribe Collective. The collective is a gated community, and it's open to forward-thinking health writers just like you who are focused on growing and scaling profitable businesses. Janine and I co-managed the group, and we created it as a safe space to share resources, ask for advice, and to connect as a community of forward-thinking health writers. We are both here to support and help you. And we encourage our tribe to do the same. In the collective, we're going to be sharing some extra episodes, bonus show notes, free webinars, and some mini courses and more. There'll be a lot of unannounced fun too. Just think about it. How much more would you accomplish if you had a strategic partner in your business? Check us out on Facebook and look to the show notes so you can get hooked up Savvy Scribe Collective. We'll see you soon. Now back to the show. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and
0: leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.